What's good, people? It's your boy Justice Falls, and welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, The Justice Falls Experiment. So today, um, we got a few things to talk about, as you know, as we normally do. Um, and actually, it's not going to be as long. Like, I feel like I figured out a formula to not make the pod, like, ridiculously long. Like it's been, I mean, I mean, I try to keep it like under two hours, but sometimes we go a little over that. I want to get it to an hour, you know, but I like to talk. So it, it just, it happens like that and y'all like it. So it's whatever, but I got, I got a formula now to make it a little shorter. So I'm um, just going to start off with uh, my promo stuff. You already know um, the website is www.justicefalls.com. It has my latest and greatest content on there. You can see, you can check all of my music. I'm, I'm dropping a single. It comes out on the 28th. It's called Astral Produ- Astral Projection. Um, as y'all know, I'm, I'm I'm doing like mostly beats and like instrumental music right now. Um, not sure which direction I want to take the music, but I'm just putting stuff out. Just putting stuff out there. Like the best way to get a gauge of what you want to do is just just put stuff out there. So you know, you can check out the website on there. I'm also on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Um, I M P A R T underscore Justice. I'm also on Instagram at Justice x falls underscore um also on youtube my youtube gaming channel please subscribe to my youtube gaming channel check it out show me some love on there it's been growing lately i got like uh 220 subscribers which is it might be nothing to y'all but that's a lot to me um seeing as where i started from last year i think i started last year when i started back in the content creation um i think i started with like 78 I think I only had like 78 subscribers left over from when the last time I was doing content, which was years ago. So, um, I just think the fact that I was able to retain, you know, that many people over the years was, was, was fine. And then I grew, you know, now we had 220, we gone for the thousand. Hopefully we can hit a thousand, um, go on there, you know, tell everybody, you know, if you like, you fuck with gaming, gaming news and shit like that, check me out on there. Um, also I'm on Twitch. I'm probably going to stream after I record this It's twitch.tv slash justice X falls. Follow me on there as well. And, um, yeah, you already know we trying to, we trying to build an empire here. So we got to take it one step at a time. I had to take a sip of this, uh, Kool-Aid jammer. Um, but yeah, let's get into it. So the first thing we're going to talk about is the blue Jasmine situation. Or Jasmine Blue, Blue Jasmine, whatever, however you say her name. Now, I don't know who this girl is. She's just, she came about, um, when I first saw her, she was on this, this podcast I watched called uh, Fresh and Fit. And she had a situation where she was with a dude, right? And uh, they met years ago, and apparently she was, you know, she was an integral part in him getting money and getting to where he was at and she helped him and after they broke up he allowed her to keep the uh the apartment and the car that he bought for her which is you know miles above her lifestyle like that's not the lifestyle that she normally lives but um that's that's the lifestyle that uh he provided for her so um the incident was going crazy over that she feels like, it's nothing wrong with her. She feels perfectly entitled to that. Apparently, they have some sort of agreement where um, he's supposed to give her, like, three months to get her stuff together so she could move out. But it looks like now she's, like, not trying to move out and he keeps paying for it. And she got another dude. She got, like, other dudes coming there. Now, for me, y'all already know. Y'all already know my body. Hell no. Like, that that would never happen with me. Never in never in, in another galaxy, another dimension, Earth two, Earth three, Earth ninety-nine. Nah, it would never it would never happen. Like you're bugging. Like once we break up, all the benefits that you acquire from being with me, especially like physical stuff, all that is getting stripped away. Now you could keep you could keep the lingo. Obviously, you going you always gonna use my lingo. You might some of my swag might have rubbed off on you. Some of my lingo might have rubbed off on you. Some of my get money mentality might have rubbed off on you. 
I don't care about none of that. I don't care about none of that. Some of the spots I showed you, you might take the next nigga to. And that, and that's that's that and that's just how life goes. But what you're not going to do is continue to benefit off the life off of the lifestyle that I provided for you and we not together and you got other dudes in this crib and driving around this car. Alexa, be quiet. Stop it. My fault. I got this Alexa going. Let me um let me unplug it so that doesn't happen again. Um yeah, so um nah, could never be me. Um she was on Fresh and Fit podcast. She was she went against Kevin Samuels. She um she um she was on the other other she um was talking to this other dude, the other dude that I looked at on YouTube called uh his name is Mediocre. His channel is Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. Um yeah, she was on. She was on a bunch of. She was on a bunch of places defending her position. The one thing I respect about the girls that she defended her position, and she ain't switched her position no matter like who, no matter who was, you know, challenging her on that position. Like she stayed ten toes down on 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 what she believed in, and that's to me that's very that's very um honorable and respectable. I respect the girl like, and she she doesn't seem um. She doesn't seem delusional. She seems like she truly believes that a man should uh, pay it. She was given reasons as to why in this situation. Honestly, in this situation, I blame the dude because he gave her that lifestyle and he didn't put his foot down and take it away once they were together. So now her mindset, now that has allowed her her mindset to be the way it is now. But um, I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I'm going to keep it real funky with y'all, ladies. Um. And this is just in general too, but that's just, I'm just using that as an example. Don't expect what you see on TV and social media to apply to you, because the the usually these are outliers. These 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 situations are people that are outliers. This is not the norm. Dudes are not out here doing this. Even the top like ten percent of dudes, like the top dudes that got the money to do that, a lot of them are not doing this. A lot of them ain't tricking on. Ain't tricking on females to that extent, or letting them be in situations like that. So don't don't expect that, because I know if you asking every woman what she wants, she gonna say a millionaire, six two, six three, you know, or over six figures type of dude. That's that's ten percent of men. You know what I mean? And if you go millionaires, that's like two percent of men. You know what I mean? Like most likely you gonna end up with an average dude unless you're like top 10% of women, even then, you know, um, men sometimes go, you know, men, men, no, 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 this is fact, men date down and women date up, you know, men build, women move in, generally speaking, generally speaking, generally speaking, now, I'm talking about, generally speaking, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about the consensus, I'm not talking about outliers, where there's women that, um, that are CEOs and bosses and things of that nature, that, is something that have that have come into play in the past, you know, like 50, 50 or so years or, or whatever, you know, since women have been getting more rights. Those are outliers. I was talking about, generally speaking, most of these dudes you're going to find out here are average. Most of these women you're going to find out here are average. You know what I'm saying? Men typically, typically, typically date down. Women typically, 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 typically date up. Because what I'm not going to do is twist my words up and then come at me for what I'm saying. You know what I mean? I, I I hate I hate the fact that I have to sit here and say like not all, not all. Like I can't happen to have that rhetoric, but people love to twist people's words up to fit their narrative because they mad they mad about the truth or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? So that's that on that. So Blue Jasmine, nah, could never be me. <laughs> uh, could never be me. Um, and I'm a type of person that's planning to be in the next five years in that top 10% and I'm doing things to put myself in that position now. So I've already been thinking like that since I was young. Like I knew, like I always knew I was going to put myself in a position where I'm be rich. I don't know why people sit there and just think that that's unobtainable. Like this, this is the greatest time to be a million. Like I know I probably said this like three or four times on the podcast already, but now is like, the greatest time to be a millionaire. That's what I, I remember. I think Meek Mill said that in 2018. Like now is the greatest time to be a millionaire. All this stuff at our disposal, all these tools at our disposal, all these ways to make money 
man, listen, you got to get out there. And, you got to get out there and get it and find what works for you. Feel me? Like, that's that's what you got. That's what you really got to do. So, yeah. So, that's the Blue Jasmine situation. Never. not Never happened to me or anybody I associate with. So next we have what I what I believe to be the most uh, anticipated versus probably period other than the one that's coming up. But the most anticipated versus at least for my generation, like people that's like between the age of like um, maybe like I want to say maybe like 25, 25 to like 30, 35 or something like that, you know, um, or maybe like 25 to 30, 34, like around there, you know, though that that. That millennial era, you know, because we talking about uh, Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy versus that was like the biggest um, versus, and they did it big. They had a nice venue, they had a nice stage, they had the screen in the back, the DJs, they had the family all around and the and ensembles all around, and I think that they really did a dope job at uh, not only doing a nice friendly competition. But putting on a show Bow Wow really showed off his stage presence And he showed that he still got it As far as a live performer And then Soldier Boy is just Soldier Boy is just Soldier Boy Like he he was a trendsetter, groundbreaker He was more, more high, like a more chill, laid back Kind of vibe, but he did his thing too Now Soldier Boy played uh, I think he played like We Made It I think he played Nigga We Made It like three times He, he played like the same song three times Three or four times throughout it was like, all right, come on, bro. Like, I know what you're trying to do, but it's it's getting annoying. Like, they played all the classics. Um, they she make a clap. Then they played they jumping, jumping the the um the social death remix. They had turn my swag on, the running remix, kiss me through the phone, bounce with me, uh, pretty boy swag, R. Kelly, I'm a flirt. That bow wow, that bow wow um featured on. Like, they they played all of the hits you would expect. And it was just like normally I don't even watch the whole verses. I just I normally just skim through it afterwards. But this I watched it live and I watched the entire thing like back to back, like like front to back. So Bow Wow came out. He did he did a very mean worthy. I think he went out there with the purpose to go viral because it was one part before they played. Uh, I forget the song that they they played, but he was like, "Let's go viral," and then he pretended he was playing the piano and that and that, that that went viral that that's a meme now and him doing trying to do the shake um to uh what's the name of that song uh, like little bow wow you just don't know the way you move so fast of course of all you run through my you i know that song that that i forget the name of that song but yeah that song um if you want to look at the the track list this here you can go to Billboard and you can look at the whole track list. Just type in Bow versus Soldier Boy versus and it'll be like the first link. And you can check out all of the songs that were played head to head and who they thought won. Um honestly, I think the culture won. Like I know that's a corny thing to say, but I think the culture won. But as far as like the competition between the two as as it's laid out to be in versus, I think Bow Wow took them. Bow Wow took Soldier Boy, mostly because Soldier Boy was playing the same Songs back to back, and Bow Wow just had that stage presence. Like he had that energy. He had the crowd jumping the whole night. Like any song he played, he had the crowd jumping. You know, so um, shout out to them. Shout out to um, Timberland and um, Swiss Beats. They had a little interview afterwards. They had an interview afterwards um, with the artist. It was dope. I didn't really watch all of it, but I watched like. Most of it, um, because I was in and out. Because after the after I watched the performance front to back, that's really all I wanted to see, and I didn't expect the interview. But I was like, all right, let me watch a little bit of this. So I watched much of it. Um, it was dope. I got I got Bow Wow winning. Billboard has them winning. Had Bow Wow winning eleven to nine with two draw with two draws. Because if you don't know, it's supposed to be twenty five, like twenty. It's supposed to be twenty records. You play your best 20 records, and then they go back and forth. And then there's never been, like, an official scoring thing that I've seen. But you know the critics, and you know people was going people going to judge it now. Now, next up, we got we got probably the biggest one right after the biggest one that, that, that happened. The, um, 
Dipset versus Deluxe. So that one is going to be crazy. I know for a fact that one is going to be crazy. Like I know people highly are going to be highly anticipating this one, but um, I don't know. I, I can't call it. I, I know that the locks are more like lyricist, rapidy rap, you know, boom bap era rappers, and then Dipset is like they got bars, but they got that energy and they got them hits. Like not to say, um, not to say that the locks don't have any hits. They have a lot of hits, but I just think like Dipset has like more club records and they have more records that's conducive to winning a a situation like Versus because Versus isn't about like the lyrical content. It's about like the hits. Like what hits on what show twenty top hitting records. Bring those out and don't hold nothing back. It, and it can be features too. It can be something you produce as well. I think I like that element of it because you get a different playlist. You get a different type of playlist. You get other artists involved, like uh, Bow Wow and Soldier Boy. They brought out they brought out uh, Marion. They brought out Romeo. They brought out French Montana. Like it was crazy. It's crazy to see that. Like I, I love seeing like the other artists come out and join and join and join into the fun. You know, that's I think that 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 part of it is dope. So, I don't know. I got my money on Dipset. You know, Harlem. Like, if you know me, you know me. I've been all over Harlem. Like, I I, I spent a lot of my... I, I lived in Harlem for a good period of my life. And I went to school in Harlem for a good period of my life. Um, Even though I'm, like, from the Bronx, I, I jack Harlem, too. Like, because Harlem is, like, my second... My second borough... My second home knocker jack. Um, If y'all didn't know that... um. Yeah, I had to take some of this Kool-Aid general. But yeah. Versus Um Dipset versus Deluxe. I got Dipset. Um Bow versus Surge Boy. I had Bow Wow winning that. So And it's going in, in the in the Dipset one and the Locks one is gonna be a mass square garden. That's gonna be crazy. That I don't even know if you can even get tickets for that. I don't even know if they're gonna let the public in there. I think they just gonna have like their squads in there. I don't even know. I'm gonna try to look up some tickets or something like that. But um that's going to be one for the ages, for sure. Because it was originally supposed to be G-Unit and the locks. But I think G-Unit knew they ain't have enough hits to compete with Dipset. It would have just been a bunch of 50 records. And then the few G-Unit songs that popped off. Because G-Unit didn't have as long as a run as Dipset. If we being completely honest. And I was a huge fan of Dipset. 50 Cent was my favorite rapper at one point in time. So, um, yeah, there's that. So um, moving along, we're gonna keep it hip hop, and we're gonna talk about the 2021 XXL freshman class. Um, this class is like for me, like the last few classes, not very strong, but there's a few artists in there that I like. Um, I'm just gonna name off the list first. There's Moray, there's Ian Dior, Lakia, DDG, 42 Doug. Ruby Rose, Blast, um, Pooh Shiesty, Tootsie. Does that say Tootsie? Yeah, we're going to just say that that says Tootsie. And uh, Coily Ray and Flo Millie. So a lot of these artists I have spoken about, I have mentioned on previous episodes, uh, like Flo Millie and Coily Ray and Moray and Pooh Shiesty and uh, Blast. Um, I do like their music. But when it comes to these freshman class things, they need to change up the formula because rappers these days are not like rapidy rap rappers. You feel what I'm saying? Meaning they don't they don't have the lyricism that would be conducive to doing the freshman class rollout that you would normally see. So these are more like melody 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 party, melody party, uh, turn up rappers, just like has been for the past few years. Like I haven't seen a lot of really great freestyles over the past few years. Um, out of this group, uh, I mean, they did the individual freestyles. Nothing really, nothing stuck out for me at all. And then they did the group. They did the ciphers. They did the group ciphers and nothing really stuck out for me at all. Uh, Coil Ray freestyle. I'm sorry. I I, I love Coil Ray, but her freestyle was bad. Flo Millie freestyle eh, was eh. 
Moray, even Moray let me down on the freestyle. I was like, ah, that wasn't really all that. 42 Dugs, uh, freestyle was whack. DDG's freestyle was eh, you know. Uh, Lakia, you know, it's like, eh. you know, it's like nothing stuck out to me. And even Ruby Rose. Now, Ruby Rose, I, I don't know. She, she just, she beautiful to me. I have a huge crush on her. I'm not even going. I'm never going to cap on that. And I don't even say cap. <laughs> That's how you know. Like, I don't even I don't even use that word. Like, I'm not even going to front on that. Like, I, I'm i more of a fan of how she looked than her music. I'm going to be honest. Uh, she just, you know, she talks about what other females talk about, you know, put, put the pussy on his face and uh, I get more money than you bitches. I'll smack you bitches. Da, 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 you know. I fucked your nigga. I got niggas fiending for me. You know, this typical stuff. I, I literally believe, yeah, Flo Millie literally started her freestyle by saying, put the pussy on his face about 10 times. So that right there should tell you the, the, the quality of the freestyles. I think they need to do something different. I think what they need to do is do like an actual song and music video. Like the the interview stuff, the ABC stuff, like know your ABC stuff, like little those little segments, those are cool. But when it comes to like rapping, like just put them all on a song, put them all on a song or something. Like make a make a uh, make a collaborative album. Like already have the beats assembled. Like do like put out like twenty to forty, have like twenty to forty beats ready, and then whoever like whatever. You, you jump on that song and then you have one song at the end with everybody on it. And then when you do the, the rollouts, when you do the, the video stuff, release that as a mixtape. Um, let it be like 10 songs or 12 songs. Release that as a mixtape and then come back. And then, and then when you do the video rollouts, just have them let it be like a music video for the songs. Like I just say you get more content when you let each of them do their individual freestyles. But a lot of them are trash. Like it's it's not they they they're not they're not you're not putting them in a position where you know they can they can thrive because these like they got the flow they got the confidence they got the wordplay they got the melodies and all that but they not saying nothing they just talk I'm gonna shoot you I'm gonna sell this drug here I'm gonna run down on this op I'm gonna fuck this bitch I'm gonna fuck this nigga I'm gonna get this money I'm gonna get that money I'm gonna get your money you know. I grew up in the hood. I I, I I had to sell dope to get out. I'm blessed. I thank God that I made it. Like, <laughs> there's so much in this world you could talk about right now. And that's all of these people talk about. I flip these bricks. But you ain't see me doing that. Don't, you know, don't, uh, don't implicate me in nothing. Like, it's the same thing over and over. And it just gets really, really, uh taxing after a while so it's like all right what what else do you got because i'm i'm kind of bored of hearing this so yeah i think my suggestion would be will be more great better for these modern day you know freshmen that's coming up because what they doing now it just it just it's not hitting it's not hitting at all and i'm not even being on my old head shit because you even got young people saying like nah that was trash you know but that's that's pretty much my take on it All right, so moving on. Uh, Twitter Spaces. Uh, everybody's trying to do the Clubhouse thing. I think Clubhouse is going to get phased out and if it's not already phased out. Because I've been on there, and it's like you get in these rooms. Everybody's talking over one another, and you got these fake people that think they are influencers that are not really influencers. They really don't have any sort of relevance in whatever thing they talking about they just want to they just like to hear themselves talk and they just want to have people listen to them talk so it's like clubhouse i barely use that thing i got the invite a while ago and you know i jumped in a couple rooms but it's like it is just whack so now so now the other apps have taken wind of that um twitter spaces came out first that's what we're going to talk about and also facebook has their rooms facebook has rooms um i saw a room with um soldier boy Bow Wow and I forgot who else. No, it was um, it was Soldier Boy and some and and Kiki Palmer. It was Kiki Palmer and Soldier Boy in the room. And then like if you wanna talk, you can press the the button to raise your hand, and they let you come on and speak for a little while. 
and then you um then you go back down and you listen and then you go back down with the listeners and listen um but twitter twitter as you know is a very uh how can i put this degenerate society of people <laughs> where anything can go down including uh uh pornographic things i've seen some things i i've seen i'll be honest with you i've seen like put it like this i've seen only fans content just on my feed just in general like i'll see that a friend of mine liked something or i'll see something that's suggested to me and i'm like whoa that's why we doing it that's how we coming like that's that's crazy to me but more power to the people that's creating that kind of content like i always say get your money just beware of the uh beware of the consequences because every every action has a reaction you know just be aware of that because no matter what you think no matter what you no matter how you feel it's going to be um some repercussions to your actions whether negative or positive and the fact that if something's on the internet it's going to stay on the internet and if something's on the internet it can and will be exploited especially adult content so you have to go into that knowing that and being able to accept that because the fight to end that is, uh, to me, it's just never going to come to fruition because it's like you're choosing to put yourself up there and put yourself out there and do that type of work. So um, it's going to be exploited. Just like musicians, we put out music. When it gets popular enough, people are going to steal it. People are going to steal it and resell it. You just have to put just, you have to be aware of that. And if they're, if they're, if possible, take any precautions against that. And if not, then you just, that's it. You just take the console. You just take the console. You asked out. So getting to the main point, uh, Twitter spaces, they actually have spaces for sugar babies and sugar daddies. You know, sugar babies looking for sugar daddies. The sugar daddies will be talking up top there. And, uh, and the sugar babies will say, well, this is what I can do. This is what I can do. It's really interesting. It's really interesting, actually. And then um, they also have, which something that really intrigued me, was uh, Squirt Spaces. So Squirt Spaces sounds exactly like what it is. It's women that get on there and they squirt on, on the phone or they play their pussy. So you just, or you just, when you go in the room, or you just hear quick, 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 or macaroni and cheese sounds. That's all you hear. That's literally <laughs> all you hear. Like, um, women, they get on there, they squirt, and then and then people listen in, and they, they rate it. And, you know, some people get up on the stage, and they ask questions about, most of the time is sex workers doing it. So they ask about sex work, or they ask, um, you know, like, you know, like, how wet is it? You know, like, weirdly, like, weird shit. I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it's not my scene. Uh, I'd rather have that. I'd rather have the macaroni and cheese in person. Uh, I, I'm more of an in-person kind of person. The phone stuff and the over-the-phone stuff don't really do it for me, to be completely honest. But, you know, to each their own. I, I just wanted to report that to y'all, just in case y'all didn't know. Just in case you might want to be interested in uh, participating in such a such a, uh, such a uh, activity. You know, <laughs> if you want to participate in such an activity, you go right ahead. You do that and uh, more power to you. So you got squirt spaces and you got sugar daddy spaces. I would say Twitter's doing it the best right now. They're killing the game. Every time I go in there, like no matter what time of day, there's always some type of um, space going up with people talking. And mostly I got like content creators and, you know, stuff like that. So it'd be like mostly gamer stuff because I'm into gaming. But it's, it's other people, there's other types of rooms on there. You, you could find one. It, it doesn't really matter like what uh, what you're into. You can you can always find something on there. So um, shout out to y'all. Y'all do y'all. Y'all content creators. We all here for each other. Rock on. And welcome back to the greatest podcast you've never heard of, the Justice Falls Experiment. So moving right along, uh, we're gonna talk about some music. So, y'all know I listen to a lot of music over the months. If you don't know, now you know. I just told you. So, um, let's get right into it. So, uh, Doja Cat featuring The Weeknd. You right? That song was a vibe. I played that a few times back and forth. 
really fucked with that song. Check it out. Uh, Jordan Lucas, Legend, featuring Rick Ross. Y'all already know how I feel about Jordan Lucas. If you don't, you're about to find out. Um, I think he's the most like slept-on rapper right now, um, and I'm not sure why. But, uh, yeah, he's dope. Check him out. Uh, Ginger Root, uh, Loretta. Um, that song's dope. Check that out. Um, Mono Neon, Invisible. Um, that's like a bass player who does like this Neo Jazz kind of um, situation. Check that out. Um, probably the best song I've heard this month, which would be T-Pain and Kalani. I like that. I love T-Pain. T-Pain is one of my favorite artists since I was little. Um, I'm glad he's still out there making hits. Um, I, check out that song. I like that featuring Kalani. Um, then we got Juicy J featuring Pooh Shiesty. Tell him no. I remember I saw an interview with uh, Pooh Shiesty or, or was it Juicy J? I think it was Juicy J, and he was talking about young guys he wanted to work with. And he named Pooh Shiesty, so and then he finally got to work with him. So there you go. And um, that's why I understand that whole Pooh Shiesty situation where he got locked up and he 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 um, they just fucked up his life. I don't I don't know. Like it's not it don't it don't pay to be no gangster, not at least not for long, not for over an extended period of time. You gonna get caught eventually, but that's another topic. But um, move along. We got past Pooh. Past Poos. Pat Poos featuring Jim Jones, King Kong, you already know, Banger. Um, G Herbal, I Don't Wanna Die. That was a real, that was a dark one, but it had a message behind it. I fucked with that. Um, next up, Vince Staples, Law of Averages. He got an album out, and it's fire. His, his Twitter audience was coming at him saying it's not him, but I don't understand how it's not him if he's the one that recorded and wrote it and he's not really rapping about nothing he don't normally rap about so it's like weird i don't understand where people come from when they talk about this is not him like most people i know that fuck with vince stables they said it was dope you know um i don't know people people are just weird uh it's a a self-titled it's a self-titled album um for those you don't know what that means that means the artist named the album after themselves, so the album is named Vince Staples. So, uh, I feel like if you're a classic artist, like if you're one of those great artists, you gotta have a self-titled. You got you gotta have something like a self-titled or something that's just like super iconic. Excuse me. Excuse me. It's a little stuffy in here because I had to turn the AC off, close the windows. I'm almost done with this, so I, I just gotta fight through it. So, um, law of averages, uh. When staples. Next is uh Boz J. Cole, the Jackie, which is referring to some type of expressway or some type of highway. I forget which one it is, but the name the Jackie just kinda rings in my head. The video is fire. They had a little skit in the beginning of the video with RDC World. If you don't know who the RDC World is, um their group of content creators called Real Dreams Change the World. Um and it's just art, you know, but they go by RDC World for short. And the, the leader of that group, uh, Mark, a.k.a. Supreme Dreams, uh, they've been doing content for years. Like, comedy-based content is sports-based and mostly anime-based, but they do sports and other types of skits and stuff. Um, his goal is to, you know, obviously to get into Hollywood and do movies and stuff. So that's one of a huge inf- inspiration of mine to, to be a content creator um, and do what I'm doing now. Um Shout out to them. Shout out to Mark. Uh, he recently met LeBron. And obviously, he met J. Cole. Two of his biggest uh, influences. It's the guy that does those LeBrons, those LeBron skits. If you don't really know him, you probably have at least heard of him because a lot of his skits have went viral. It's the one who does the LeBron skit. It's a real a dark skinned dude, and he does. He has it uh, with the same group of guys. He does videos with the same group of guys all the time, and it's like in the locker room after game, whatever. And then he'll pretend to be a certain player. Most of the time, it's LeBron. Him, so you you know you've seen his stuff before, even if you don't really know who he is. He's pretty he's pretty big out there. Um, one of my top influences, and it just seeing it just seeing that, um, it just makes me more hungry to do to do what I do and and get out there and and and, and make content and and be the greatest version of myself that I possibly can. So, shout out to RDC World, shout out to Mark, um, and 
one day I'm gonna be up there with y'all. I'm, I'm calling it now. Like I'm, I'm a little late to the game. I know I'm older than some of these guys. I know I'm the same age as some of these guys. But mark my words. Give me, give me another, give me another four years. Give me another four years. Like another four. Cause I, I, I said when I was before I turned thirty, I said in five years I'm gonna be where I need to be. I'm at least have like a hundred thousand subscribers on YouTube. I'm be living off my content creating, and I'm gonna take my joint to the next level. Like once I can get rid of this. Day job that I got, like I'm taking, like my shit is gonna be taken to the next level. So for now, I'm gonna just put, I'm gonna just grind and put the work in, and I know it's gonna pay off. I know it's gonna pay off. Like I, I believe I'm manifesting it. Like I will be, you know, you know, out there, and I will be one of the, you know, top content creators out there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that. I'm just out here manifesting, you know. But manifest, but put the work in. I, I did a video on that. on saw my YouTube channel. It's literally called Manifest, but put the work in. So you can check that out on my gaming channel. I, I I be gaming, but I be really dropping knowledge. Like when I when I when I'm streaming. So check me out. So anywho, moving along, um, we got Boz Tribe. That's one. That's his song by itself. But it had it had J Cole in it. Um, next is a band that I really like, a heavy metal band, metalcore band rather, um, called Crystal Lake. They have a Two songs out, Curses and Mephisto. Um, another song, this is probably my second favorite song of the whole month that came out. Um, Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber, Stay. It's like, uh, it's like, you know that song, Shake, Shake, the Shake, Shake, the Shake, it. Like, it's along that vibe, like, that kind of like indie pop kind of vibe. And like, and I just played that song over and over, just like T Pain and Kalani. I like that. Very uh, infectious, vibey song. You know what I'm saying? So check that out. And the, and the other song, which is probably my third favorite song, which would be Post Malone. And it's um, Motley Crue. So he's on like the Daytona Speedway. He has, um, what's his name? Nikki Six or what's his name? Tommy Lee or whatever in there. In there from Motley Crue. So, uh, and he had like Bobby. It looked like he had Bobby Smurder in there. It looked like he had, he, he had Mass Lebby's in there. He had uh, Big Sean in there. He had uh um he had Big Sean, he had uh French Montana in there, like he had mad people in there, and then he had like NASCAR drivers in there. Um it was cool. Like that was like one of the cooler videos I've seen um this year so far. So shout out to um Post Malone, that was dope. That was like those are like my three top songs for this month. Um T Pain and Kalani, I like that. Uh Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber stay and Post Malone Motley Crew. So Last song is um, Novelist. Do you really want to know? It's a French metalcore band. They have a more progressive sound. They recently changed vocalists, and the vocalist is from another band that I like called uh, Alaska. He used to work be in that band. Now he's in this band, Novelist. So you know, check that out. You know, broaden your horizons. I'm trying to throw. I try to make sure I throw some bands in there. You know, I'm trying to make sure I do that for moving along. You know, just to expand your horizon, because you know, every music ain't all hip hop. You know, hip hop and pop and R and B, it's it's a whole expansive world that that I think you guys should um, check out. So, moving right along, um, the next thing I wanted to talk about was something that I see people arguing over on like Twitter and Facebook and stuff like that, and it's men and women's expectations for one another and what they are each responsible for in a relationship. So. Honestly, it's going to vary depending on who you talk to, depending on how they was raised, depending on how their parents was brought up. But um, I really, I guess I can really only speak for me on this. But um, I feel like the men and the women's um, role or responsibilities for one another is to take care of one another. It's, it's just like when you do your wedding vows, you know, you, t- you take care, you love each other in sickness and in health, you know. Things of that nature, like people say, them wedding vows don't even really mean it, because they want all the attention for them and they want everything to be done for them, but they don't want to do for the other person, which is very selfish. Which I don't understand when you get married in the first place. If that's well, I do understand that there's the business of marriage, but I'm not going to get into that. I'm try to keep it lighthearted. Um, yeah, just to just to just to be there for one another, each other, protect uh, protect one another, each other, nurture one another. Like it's a it's a it's a team effort, like to to build to have a marriage, and, and then eventually build a family and take care of a household. It's a team effort, 
Now, no matter how you, to me, no matter how you decide to do that, that's up to you. If you want to have the woman paying the bills, getting the, being the breadwinner, and the man stay at home and cook and take care of the kids, whatever, that's not how I would do it. But that's, if that's how you do it, cool. Because people talk about this, get caught up in this 50-50 stuff, but regardless, it's a 50-50, uh, the best marriages, excuse me, are 50-50. Like, even if you got the woman staying home, taking care of the house, and the kids and then taking cooking and the man come home and he and he you know he's out there making he making the money and, and things of that nature and he fixing stuff around the house that's a 50 50 split that's it everybody's doing an equal amount of work to take care of the entire household i spoke about this many times before in the pod like people people um talk down on the 50 50 50 but no matter how you put it it's 50 50 because if when the relationship is not 50 50 it often falls apart when one person is doing everything like especially women women when they when they paying for everything and they taking care of everything and they on their independent woman shit they they break up with that man real quick and that's facts that is facts you can't tell me otherwise you feel me you cannot tell me otherwise and then when men feel like she not holding her weight she keeping she she want all she want to separate she want to be on all this child support and shit you know what i mean and then that's when dudes want to separate you know, he's not being nurtured. He don't feel loved by her. He's going to go out and seek it somewhere else. You know, that's not like that. It's just how it is. So no matter how you put it, when a relationship is not 50 50, that's when things fall apart. So we really got to get out of this mindset that the 50 50 thing is bad because it's always no matter how you slice it, no matter how you compute it, a good relationship, a great relationship is always going to be one that's 50 50. So. Um, I don't think nobody's really going to change my mind on that because, like I said, even, you know, if you got the woman staying home and you got the man out there getting the bread, there's a 50-50 effort to bring together as a whole to take care of that family. So that's just, I don't know. I don't I don't feel like that could be refuted. If you want to try to refute, you can hit me up on Twitter, uh, Justice I-M-P-A-R-T underscore justice, J-U-S-T-I-C-E. You know, and, you know, we can talk about it. So, um, moving along, we got T-Pain, and he spoke on originality in music. So, T-Pain is, like, he was already one of my favorite artists, but, like, now that he's, like, he got really big on the streaming tip. Like, he's a, he's a streamer on Twitch, and he has his YouTube channel. He posts clips from his stream on his YouTube channel. Like, I've come to grow and like and respect the man more. Like uh, he spoke, he spoke about a lot of things that happened in it. He speaks about a lot of things that happens in the industry. And he, he kind of like opens up the back door and lets you take a peek into how it really is in this industry. He talked about how, you know, how artists putting out secret albums, they aren't really secret albums. Like everything is planned, which we knew already, but to hear it from somebody that's in the industry, confirm it. It feels good to know that. And, um, he, he also spoke about, um, how um artists need to try to be more original like we got we got the baby we got little baby we got uh we got a jack carlo we got a jay-z we got a we got all of those guys we got a uzi stop doing that like come up with your own thing like stop trying to say yeah i need i need this sound pack because and i need this effect on my voice because i want to sound like ah, 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 ah. now it's cool to do that but like to completely like just only write the song based off how you think another artist will write it. It's going to come out trash or it's going to come out super generic. Or you literally going to hit the nail in the head like you wanted to. You're going to sound exactly like that artist. And your art and your song is going to get flooded down to the bottom with all the other songs that sound just like the other every artist that out. That's why when I create music, I just create whatever come off the top of my head. I don't sit there and think, oh, I want this to sound like Pooh Shiesty beat. I want this to sound like a... a uh, a no ID beat. I want this to sound like, uh, like, 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 uh, like Wiz Khalifa rap over this, like, or Lupe or something like Kanye. I want to make a Kanye type of beat. I want a thousand samples. No, I just make whatever comes out of my head. That's why I'm always, you see me every month, I'm constantly putting out music because it's just like I put what comes out of my head. And eventually, I think I'm okay at it, but I think I could be a lot better. So I'm going to try to be better. Um, and no, I'm going to be better. I'm not going to try to be better. Let me manifest. I'm going to be better, um, with more practice. So, um, 
Word. So, yeah, I, I just think it was interesting, like, what he was saying. You can go on his YouTube channel. Just type T-Pain YouTube. Um, even Dre kind of co-signed on what he said. Um, what he said here. He said, I'm here laughing my fucking ass off, but he's right. I know and feel exactly what you're saying. Because he, he, he went off. He was like, do something else. For the love of God, do something like you probably said, like some of y'all listening, like, yeah, I saw that clip, but like, listen to the whole video though, because he drops like some gems like he normally does, but like, he really spazzed. He was like, please, for the love of God, do something else. Because like, you can't really, like, you, you, you can't, you can't just sit there and copy everything that's coming out, like, to try to hurry up and run and, you know, catch some type of clout like that's that's corny like you why would you not want to why would you not want to be yourself like be it, it's it costs nothing to 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 be yourself so why not do that like it costs nothing to do what you want to do and do what do what uh instead of doing what somebody else want to do like you have to put yourself in somebody else's mind you don't know that person's mind you don't know what they're thinking so why would you do that? Like, just be yourself. I know that that sounds kind of cliche or whatever, but seriously, like, just be yourself. You'll find that being yourself will lead to you, lead to more opportunities opening for you and lead to you getting things done in a more timely and more effective and more authentic manner, like anything in life, not just music. So just be your goddamn self, Jesus. All right, next. Um, I saw a couple movies, a couple movies that uh, came out. Uh, I saw Black Widow. I saw Space Jam, a new, a new legacy, whatever it's called. And um, I was watching, I was watching through the DCEU films. So like, Man of Steel, Aquaman, uh, Batman vs Superman, uh, Justice League, Snyder Cut, uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, uh, Suicide Squad. So, I've just been really, I've just been really geeked lately. Like, I've been thinking about like crazy scenarios that happen because I've just been watching a lot of superhero and action movies. So, I think Black Widow was I. I give it like a seven. Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's a prequel to not a prequel, but it's like a kind of like an origin story almost. We figure out how she became who she was, you know, me, her sister and her adoptive mother and father, you know, she was kidnapped, you know, at an early age and, you know, trained to be a crazy super soldier or some, some shit like that. You know, it was, it, it was really dope story. I, I just like the action part. The action part was dope. It was one part where like she jumped out the window and couldn't and caught somebody midair and put the parachute, like, it's a crazy movie. Like, if you wanna, if you're looking for something to go see in a movie theater, go see that. I think you should see in the movie theater. I saw it on Disney on uh, was Disney Plus because uh, my boy we trade. Uh, actually, Terrell, the guy that was on the last podcast, um, cardiac arrest. He uh, we trade logins, so him and his girl paid for the premiere access to 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 access the movie instead of going to the movie to see this. So I was able to see it too. So that was dope. Um, what else? Space Jam was dope. I already knew what all the critics was going to jump on that movie because that's what they do. Um, and it's just a shame to see, like, I don't know. People are weird. Like, I, I, I can't, <laughs> I, I can't really, I don't really, that's why I'm laughing because it's just like, people are so weird, like. You got the grown men and women like really crying like, oh, it's so terrible. Oh, LeBron, I hate him so much. Like, you know, you knew it was, uh, it, it, it was funny because you knew it was coming. Like, y'all really, to me, y'all really losers. Like, it's okay to not like something, but it's like, I feel like people didn't even give it a chance. They just hurried up and dogpiled on it because it's LeBron and they hate him for whatever reason. They hate him for whether it be sports or his political views or something or things of that nature. Hold on. Be a little drink. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's 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 silly. It's funny, but then it's kind of like not funny. <laughs> I don't know. People people are just people will 
do anything to try to bring somebody down just because they don't like them for whatever stupid ass reason or whatever. I don't know. People are weird. People are weird like that. So um, the DCEU films, as far as DCEU films, um, there were they were honestly about what I expected, but I feel like what I expected was a little bit above what people would would like give them give it credit for because all I was hearing throughout the years, which is a part of the reason why I kind of slacked on watching them. These films like, oh, they trash. They don't do, you know. And, and to me, I think people were comparing the movies to the Marvel films too much. And you can't really do that because DCU had a shorter time to come out with these movies. The Marvel MCU um, has been established over over the past 10, 15 years. You know, so it's like there's no way that was it was going to compare. I think if you just look at it strictly as an action movie or strictly as a superhero movie, I think most of them were good. Like, I, I, it's not one that I found that I was just like, uh, this is boring when this is going to be over. I, I liked it. Like, I like Margot Robbie as this new... I like her coming in as this new Harley Quinn, this new modern Harley Quinn. Like, she kind of refreshed and reinvented the character. Because I also watch Harley Quinn on the DC Universe. I watched, I watched that. And, like, you see how the shift is happening with the character of Harley Quinn. Like, she's been reinvented. And she's been modernized. So, it's like... You know, not that there was anything wrong with her before. Still a good character, but now she's more into the future. Now we have like a real life person we can look at and say, "Oh, that's Harley Quinn." I couldn't. It's, it's to the point. Whew, whew, excuse me. Um, it's to the point where like I can't picture anybody else playing um playing uh Harley Quinn. So it's dope, and it, it refreshed some of these costumes because like ladies, like y'all. Y'all don't y'all don't play it out the Harley Quinn thing for the Halloween, but at least like now, you know, it's another version of her that you could do, like the Margot Robbie, the modern updated one. Because now that Margot Robbie one, they've they've kind of like coincided it with the comic books, and they're kind of doing more modern designs with that. Or they'll keep her in her classic uniform, but like kind of modernize and spruce it up, you know, make it look more cool, maybe a little bit more sexy. You know, I think that's dope. And I think uh, Will Smith as Deadshot was awesome. Like, he, like, low-key carried that film. Like, he, him and, um, what's the name? Him and, uh, him and Margot Robbie, which they had great chemistry at the time because they had just came out of that other movie, Focus. And it was, like, I'm, I'm going to assume they was fucking around. That was the time that Will and Jada was, like, Will was, like, done with Jada. So, you know, he just hopped over to the next shorty and then, you know, they got back together and then she got into her entanglement with uh August Alcino, but that's another story. So Um, I, I like the movies. I really like the movie. My favorite one out the bunch is probably the Snyder Cut, cause it took the original one and it just added all of the parts that needed to be added and changed the parts that needed to be changed. I wouldn't have minded that being in theaters. Like you could have gave me two hours, boom. Intermission. Do it. Do it like old school. Like intermission. Do an intermission. Everybody get 15, 15 minutes. Go to the bathroom. Get your snacks. Come back to your seat and watch the next two hours. Like simple. They could have just simply did that. I don't know why they didn't do that. They the the, the, the original cut. The the other the, the other director's cut was kind of mid compared to the 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 Snyder cut. To be honest. To be completely honest. So, um, yeah. Shout out to the Marvel and the DC universe. And LeBron James, successful black man, first black man to—I mean, first uh, active athlete to reach 100 million. He got seven, seven, three hundred and three hundred thirty million on his contract, and seven hundred million in endorsements and other business adventures outside of basketball. Can't tell that man nothing. Hate on him all you want, you know. Deal with it. Kick rocks. <laughs> so you know, shout out to them. All right. Speaking of LeBron James, we gonna move on to sports. And um, only thing I gotta say is congratulations to the Bucks. Like I said, the Bucks. Like I called the Bucks. Like I know the last pod, I it was the Suns and the Bucks. I didn't really know who's gonna win, but like through my further and through my further analytics, you know, I knew I knew the Bucks was gonna win because they didn't have an answer for Jonas down there in the block. Like 
John is too much of a load down there. Like he 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 really imposed his will, especially in Game Six. You know, when you score fifty points and you almost had a triple double, like 15, 50 points, like thirteen rebounds, or like six assists, something like that. Like it was ridiculous, ridiculous. Like he he was a man among boys. Like he, like and that's and that's when he's at his best when he's just really just bullying people and just moving them out the way. Like that's just Giannis at his best. I did feel bad for Chris Paul because who knows if he's if they're gonna make it back to the finals. They might make it back next year. Who knows? But Chris Paul not getting no no younger. So eventually, what I see happening is he gonna have to take a bench role on a really good team, on a championship caliber team. Gonna take a bench role, be that veteran leader off the bench and win. Cause that's how that's how Gary Payton won the ring. He was that veteran point guard off the bench for that Miami team. You know, you look at guys like that. You know, they eventually, you know, jump on with another team. And you win a ring. You, win a, you be that veteran presence and you win a ring. You know what I'm saying? Like, that. that's how that's how it be sometimes. That's how it's got to be sometimes. So, you know, shout out, shout out to uh, Jonas and them. Great series. Once Jonas put the black, black Air Force, black forces on, the black ups on and, and activated that black up energy. Like it was over. You already knew it was over. Like four straight games. They lost two straight, one four straight. Straight like that. Three three forty plus point games. Uh thirty point thirty point plus triple double the first game. It like he, he wasn't coming to play with them boys. He was not coming to play with them boys. Like like he really put on like a Kobe, like a Shaq. Shaq, Kobe, Jordan-type, LeBron-type performance. Like, it, it's crazy. This guy's nuts. Like, I didn't know, like, he had all them accolades either with the defensive, like, defensive player of the year, all those all-stars, all those all-NBAs. Like, so that just make my case for him being one of the greatest power forwards even, even, even better. Like, in five years, he's done with players that played 15 years have never done. And some, he, he done some... In five years, he's done some stuff that guys in the Hall of Fame haven't done. So, I feel like, like it or not, you got to put Jonas up there as a top five power forward right now. Like, right now. You know? Like, even when when like when like LeBron, when he was 26, he all the stuff he accomplished, like, you, you got to put him up there. One, you had to put him up one of the greats, like, right then. And people arguing, no, he hasn't done it. He hasn't done it yet. Like, I don't know. People... People will do anything to hate on somebody just to hate on somebody, like, but then claim they're a fan of the game. Like, so weird, so fickle. That's why I don't really fuck with a lot of people. But, anywho, now I will offer you some zen, as I often do. We're coming to the end of the show. Um, We are going to take a quote from the former president of the United States, Mr. Barack Obama. So he says, if you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. So I'll read that again. If you're walking down the right path and you're willing to keep walking, eventually you'll make progress. So that means you stay on your grind. That's how I took that. Like when I read this quote, like before the show, like that's how I took it. Like just stay on your grind. Keep doing what you got to do, and you will make progress. Like, I look at myself, and, you know, obviously I'm not growing as fast as I thought I would when I first started this, and I'm not, you know, and sometimes it does get discouraging when you see other people just blow up out of nowhere and stuff like that. It does get a little discouraging, but like I always say, like I've said on this pod before, like everybody has their time. You know, you can't can't always compare yourself to others because – their story is different from your story, and you don't know you don't know the struggle that they had to go through to get to where to get to where they at at the current time. And I could currently say in my life, I'm blessed to have to be in the situation I am, like where I came from versus where I'm at now. Like, if I wasn't in this position right now, I wouldn't even be able to make this content the way the way I be the way I've been making it lately. So I'm grateful just for that, just being able to have the uh, ability to. And have the resources to even try and chase this dream, you know. So, 
I just got to keep reminding myself of that, keep manifesting and keep putting the work in and things, you know, things will eventually happen for me. So just got to be patient. Might take a few, might take me a few years, you know, because like I said before, um, people will overestimate what they could do in a year, but they'll underestimate what they could do in five years. So I looked at what I did in a year. And I was disappointed because I thought, you know, I'm thinking I'm, you know, I'm going to hit a million subscribers, like, you know, but <laughs> that that really happens. Unless you're doing, like, crazy top-level elite content, even then sometimes you, the algorithm don't pick you up, you know. So it's just a matter of, you know, creating a genuine product, giving out a genuine product and maintaining a genuine audience and things of that nature. So I'm glad for, I'm grateful for whoever watching it, especially if you got this far to the podcast really seriously thank you because like this is part of what like the feedback and, and things of that nature and the support that i get from you guys are, are what what keeps me going you know it keeps me going it makes me it helps me believe that i can actually do this that i can actually make a living out of this stuff and that's actually you know entertaining people and informing people and helping people so thank you for that so um so once again, yeah, you could catch me on my website, www.justicefalls.com. Every social media, I'm on Twitter, Empire Justice, I-M-P-A-R-T underscore J-U-S-T-I-C-E on Twitter. Hit me up on there. Um, check out my gaming channel on YouTube, com slash C, because you got to do C for creator, and then slash two forward slash or forward slash C, the forward slash justice x falls and the instagram is justice x falls underscore i'm also on tiktok too i keep forgetting to promote the tiktok i do like guitar stuff and like other like i might just and other random stuff that i feel like doing but mostly guitar stuff it's um it's just uh justice x falls follow me on there too um and that's really it that's all we got for the show so um follow me on there follow me on social media highlight me all that um, this has been episode 13 of the greatest podcast you've never heard of, The Justice Falls Experiment.